Hey everybody, this is Dave Hodges, host of The Common Sense Show. Glad you could join us. We've got a terrific segment for you in today's show. We're going to be visited by Ronnie McMullen, and we've talked about a variety of topics in the past, and we're going to kind of be all over the board today because there is so much going on, and I asked Ronnie to come in and share his expertise. And You may not know, Ronnie is now and used to be also a talk show host, so he's in a good position to really have exposure to a lot of things. This show is brought to you by get the tea as in get the tea.com for anything that ails you and i do just about anything and i gotta be careful how i say this because i don't want the fda knocking on my door but people are telling me such good things about get the tea and i'm one of those people get the tea will lower well can i can i say it'll lower what you put on your breakfast cereal in the morning (laughs) <laughs> and Ronnie, I hear you laughing. Did, 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 do you think I was evasive enough in that? You you did good. You know, it's uh, it's funny that you know real life um, issues with what things do. We're not allowed to say anything, and there's something wrong with that whole thing. So we can't talk about lowering blood sugars. We can't talk about uh, you know your high cholesterol or triglyceride levels or blood pressure levels, which we have some great stuff for all of that. But we can't say this does this and this does this. We can't make – they consider that claims, which is uh, – I don't know. That's weird, you know. But they can they can say all day long what a pharmaceutical will do. So uh, or, a va- or a vaccine. Or a vaccine, which is totally not even proven that these vaccines do anything. It's like if you get a flu vaccine, will this take care of my flu? Probably not. Then why am I getting it? But nobody asks questions. That's the weird thing. Ronnie, I used to take allergy shots for eight years. And mm-hmm. I had a specialist I was seeing. And I had Cigna is my health care then. And I was, he says, well, how do you think you're doing? I said, well, I said, the nurse is cute, but I don't think the shots are doing anything. <laughs> I said, I'm the same way. And uh, he says, well, I have to tell you. A lot of people think that allergy shots is voodoo, and there's not a lot of evidence to support it. And and you know my background in statistics and research. And I said, well, then why in the hell are you subjecting me to this? And and it, it, I'll give you another one. This is you're gonna love this one. I'm listening to this clown named Bruce St. James. He's a talk show host on KTAR FM 92.3 if you're in the Phoenix area listening to this. And they're the most listened to show in Arizona. Not their individual show, but the station itself. And he has a female broadcast partner, but he's the one that says most of the dumbass stuff. I'm driving down the street one day. And he's talking about the craze on vaccines. And this is when measles was all the rave. And he says, yeah, you should all take your vaccine shots. They're completely safe. Every single one of them is safe. And I'm thinking, okay, to my knowledge, there's about 73 vaccine shots that kids can get. And he's telling me all 73 are equal. I'm sorry, nowhere in research in the medical field doesn't work this way. Yet here we have this talk show host, I want to give him all the credit he deserves, Bruce St. James, making these ridiculous claims and no one's calling him on it. Well, I think De Niro would come against that. <laughs> Robert De Niro. <laughs> yeah, he'd be, he'd be telling me to F off and to eat, you know what, when I got there, and that guy's foul mouth, ooh, he's nasty. 
Yeah, he, he, well, and he has an autistic kid, so um, he would definitely come against that. And, you know, they found all this stuff. They found the truth about the vaccines and autism, but they just don't really want to release all of that because, well, I think that would open up lawsuits this side of the Pecos. I mean, if they really got going, that would really, and, you know, De Niro, when he was talking about it and saying, hey, I want to know what's going on. They blackballed him for a while, so you know it. You, you just oh, he gets you, nasty. Yeah, yeah, he does. You just can't. You just can't tell the truth anymore. No. Well, let me ask you a question, and I hate to sound like I'm trying to be consistent, but with all these people we're housing from the border on my taxpayer dime and your taxpayer dime, and with all the importance attached to everyone must be vaccinated, everyone, or you're a public health hazard. Then sure. why the hell aren't we making those people? who aren't citizens become vaccinated because they're special they're special dave those are special people don't yeah, come I, against those people like that don't do it <laughs> I, I don't know it's it's crazy i mean well you know they'd uh, line up to get interest to in this country they'd line up and take those shots i think they should have vaccines given to all the political people first on camera yeah, how would you know that they weren't just injecting them in with water? Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know they would cheat that one out too. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it's no, it's the things that they have done are. I I am my mind just gets boggled, and yet they'll come against somebody that's saying, "Hey, vitamin C can do this, that, and the other for you." You know, they'll they'll beat you up for that, you know, and if it's not the FDA, then it's the FTC. So you're you're so caught with you can't say do or anything. I'm surprised that supplement companies, including myself, is still able to go forward. So, you know, in fact, I was speaking with an FDA representative and I said, you know, I did a little a little workup on on pharmaceuticals and I said you know so many people a hundred thousand roughly more than this I think but a hundred thousand people die per year on pharmaceuticals and I said you know I thought it would be fair to look up supplements how many people have died from supplements you know per year and the number was zero and boy he popped up and he's like yeah, that's not that's not true. I know a lot of people, and you know, blah blah. And I said, well, give me some examples. He didn't have any. <laughs> so I'd say, show me the data, because all he's offering you, uh, yeah, is a is a hearsay, a- anecdotal. Yeah, exactly. It's all anecdotal evidence. Yeah. So, but hey, in the news, something very good. I, it's it's kind of at least a start. The way I look at it is uh, Oklahoma is suing uh, Johnson and Johnson. For the opioid crisis, and they had to pay, I think it's $574 million. Uh, Purdue Pharma, the oxycodone uh, primary target, got it going. $270 million for them. Um, and then uh, Teva Pharmaceutical Industries, they had to pay $85 million. So it's a start. I mean, that's really a drop in the bucket. But, you know, it's kind of like the PG&E thing with, uh, what was her name? Um Anyway, the, she she did all the electrical stuff or uh, the with PG&E in um, oh, Aaron Brockovich. There we go. Oh, yeah. So Aaron Brockovich. So um, same thing. You know, PG&E was ordered to pay four hundred something million dollars to all the people that they polluted with their their pools, their catch pools, and uh, that, that didn't stop them. They, they're still rocking. So it, these these companies have so much money. I, I almost wonder if there's 
you know, a billion dollars just sitting in a little fund to pay off people when they, you know, get tripped up a little bit. Cost of doing business, yeah. Um, P- PG&E, interesting. I think they've replaced Smoky Bear because only they can prevent forest fires <laughs> in Northern California. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and you know what? That whole, um, what's Newsom? Is that his name? Yeah, Governor Newsom. Oh, yeah, boy, he's a piece of work, isn't he? Well, you know his background. He's out of out of the Bay Area, controlled by Rose Pack, who is uh, this uh, Chinese nationalist who's from Beijing, communist. Contr- she controlled Kamal Harris. She controls Dianne Feinstein. Uh, they're erecting a statue of her in this new uh, transportation thing. She's been dead for three years, but she controlled politics in the Bay Area on behalf of China. And this is who set Feinstein's husband up in all these lucrative agricultural deals with China. So you, you just, it's, you know, the whole thing is accessible. Newsom is part of that cabal. Isn't uh, he related to uh, Pelosi? I don't know that. He might be. I thought, I thought he was related somehow to Pelosi. I could be wrong on that, but I thought he was related somehow to Pelosi. But yeah, he's, he's in PG&E's back pocket. They, they all are. Yeah. And you know, Trump was ready to move on PG&E and backed off of that. I'm just pointing we out were, the obvious. We, we were talking off air, weren't we, about good cop, bad cop. Is it really the deal? I, I wonder because um, a week and a half ago, he was on the front page of CNN or Fox, one of the two, and, and it said the, the president of the United States says there will be no recession. And I'm like going... I don't know. I mean, all the signs are ticking for a, a recession, big one at that, I might say. And you know, and nobody wants that. I, I surely don't. But on the same token, the fact that he just said there will be no recession almost told me there was because, first of all, he really can't control a recession or not a recession. I mean, a little bit, but not fully because you, you'd have to fully control the people and you can't fully control what people are going to do, how much they're going to buy or spend or, or save or not spend. So I just I just thought that was kind of a weird front line. I don't think that the left really wants to get rid of him. I think this is all staged now in the media. When Trump yep. came in, I think Trump was sincere. But something has compromised him. And let, let me explain what that is real quickly. And you already know better than I. It, the border. I mean, we should have a soldier every three feet at the border and we could stop what's going on, but we choose not to. Uh, you have the uh, corruption and no one's been locked up. The Epstein thing is such a facade and he's done nothing. Comey gets a walk. Hillary gets a walk. I mean, he's done nothing. Big tech is abusing uh, the conservative right, even the conservative lawful right. No one is breaking any laws, but for just having opinions, being conservative. Uh, And he's done nothing. He holds a social media conference. And as I predicted, nothing happened. Uh, I could go on, but you get the idea. Uh, Trump is completely compromised at this point. And when Barr let Comey walk, I said, that's it. Well, and I just wonder, and, and, you know, just look, I try to always look at the big picture. So I knew that he wasn't on the up and up as soon as he went into office and he let Hillary go. Yeah. That right there was, that was my first sign. That was troublesome. Then. Then when he went to the healthcare issue and said, I'm going to take care of healthcare and I'm going to do this, the blah, blah, blah. And, and then he failed. Mm-hmm. 
and and then he he moved directly from that. He didn't go, okay, we need to tackle it again. He went directly from that and gave us a little ta- tax break. I mean, it wasn't very big, but everybody goes, oh, we got a little bit of money, so they're all excited. And since then, he's not really affecting, he's not a- attacking the issues at hand. And I haven't heard drain the swamp in quite some time. Have you? No, no. I mean, I, I have not heard of that. And Comey is, you said he walked, right? Yeah. I didn't look at the news today, he but he, go, walked. he walked. He walked. So, well, he's, and, and he is a family member of the, of the uh, Clintons. So they are connected somehow through marriage and his wife and whatever. I don't know how it all goes. Well, there's, there, there's more. When, when uh, John Cruz, who I've interviewed a number of times, was a senior VP at HSBC Bank, he fell upon knowledge that Hillary and the cartels and all these people were laundering their drug, child sex, uh, and gun running profits through HSBC Bank. Through fake mm. names, they were using names of real Americans, real Social Security numbers, to open these phony accounts. And he blew the whistle on it. And Loretta Lynch, uh, he went to Lynch when she was the uh, Eastern Division senior prosecutor. Uh, she wouldn't do anything. She prosecuted the bank on the lesser included offenses, which included a $5 million fine, but no one went to prison. But guess who covered the whole thing up? He was on the board of directors in London on HSBC. HSBC, it was James Comey. And he rode that right into the FBI directorship with no law enforcement experience. Now, wasn't there, correct me if I'm wrong, and maybe you don't know either, but maybe you do know, isn't there some kind of money laundering going on with Brazil as well? Something through the meat market? Yes. Um, I thought there was, and the Clintons were involved in that, if I'm not mistaken. They were somehow involved in the meat market, because people, I don't know even people know that most of our meat comes from Brazil. And the, the rainforest, they're killing all these rainforests so they can have big ag. So big ag is becoming like big pharma. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and I pretty mean, soon we'll be paying prices for food that we pay for pharmaceuticals. Oh yeah, it's already starting because they, they yes, absolutely, it's already starting. So uh, you know, I, sometimes I just sit here and I go, how many bad things can there be once? You know what I mean? It's like you go, is there any good news that, that we're – and when I say good news, I mean there's always some good news. But is there any good news in politics that says so-and-so fought for so-and-so and this is the right thing to do and we did it? You know, Very, very rare that anything like that happens. And we're supposed to be just subject to all this corruption. And, mm-hmm. and, and here's what's really – excuse my French – pisses me off is we have to pay for it with our taxes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We pay, we pay for all this garbage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I just, yeah. yeah um, I'm sorry. I'm the choir and you're the preacher. <laughs> <clears throat> and I am nodding in agreement with everything you're saying. And it's worse than what you're saying. But we only oh, have, yeah, I, we only have one segment here. Um, we, we no, can't... G, G-rated version, you know. <laughs> Can we talk about the, the lonesome Biden and his, we got to go after health care. We got to restore health care. And he's talking about, and he, he calls it the Affordable Care Act. How dare him? Can he possibly say that it's affordable? No one has seen affordable. It's gone up every single year, every single year. And it goes up and the coverage goes down. And how can he call it affordable? I don't understand that. And then it's because of his family. So you're not going after it because that's what's right for the people. You're going after it because 
uh, your wife died in a car accident with your first child. I don't know. I, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like I'm. I'm. You know. And there, I'm sure there's some people like Biden. But my gosh, there's a reason that he, out of the big three, he's the last in place. I, I don't think I believe him, Dave. That's maybe that's my problem. I just don't believe him. I believe yeah, he's playing the card. He well, he's got his scripts uh, written for him, I think. But but there's something even bigger afoot here. I, this uh, the man, if you listen to him for any length of time, he has real cognitive deficits. I mean, he is he is not all there, and I, I, I he, he really isn't. I'm sorry. I mean, um, bricks short of a whole load. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, I understand Ocasio Cortez when she got elected, she didn't know she was elected to the House of Representatives, and she's dumber than a box of rocks. I get that, but here's a guy who was vice president. He's been in around government, and he sounds like a novice, and he's clueless, and. I think seriously, we're we're seeing something like uh, I can't say for sure because I haven't diagnosed him, but I'd say I would look for dementia, uh, senility, Alzheimer's. I mean, there's something going on with the man with his cognitive processes. Yeah, there's there's I I never liked him as vice president. I don't like him as a candidate trying to run for president. I don't think he'll ever get there. But um, and, and I hope to God Bernie Sanders doesn't get there either because oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> that would be scary. So I, I, I don't think I like anybody on the Democratic aisle. And, and I'm not sure if I like too many on the Republican aisle. They're kind of wearing the same shirts, Dave. I, my prediction, and I've been saying this now for two years, Hillary Clinton's going to ride in at the last minute on her stained white horse, and she's going to be the candidate. You think so? I absolutely, I believe it. Who do they have that can get elected? You've got Kamala, I'll take all your cars, Harris. And if they look into her background, as Alexandra Daly and I have, I mean, she facilitated the cartels in Alameda County. And she did the same thing as the Attorney General of California. I'm just scratching the surface. I could talk about her for an hour. And so she's not electable. You got Elizabeth Pocahontas Juarez. She doesn't even know her own background and what her heritage is. And this woman also wants to take away your cars. And she said, and we'll take money away from the rich at gunpoint if necessary. That's a quote. Who's going to vote for that kind of nonsense? There's no one that's electable. The only one So here's one. one Do you think our votes count? What? Do you think our votes count? I don't think they can steal enough to make a difference with the Democratic candidates they have. Hmm. That's my answer to that. Yeah, I just wondered if they if they actually count. I just yeah, they do. Uh, But the count because we think that because of Trump, but maybe they wanted Trump in there because that's truly the Hollywood the Hollywood play. Mm Hmm. I mean, if you really went on the big line, maybe they're setting this all up and, and he's in the back laughing with Hillary and they're laughing with Obama. and <laughs> These people really think this and they go out and, they, and they're doing a play. Trump's acting like he's for the people, you know, and Hillary's acting, you know, and she never she always gets away with it. You talk about the bad guy getting away. Oh, my God. OK, let, let me tell you a quick story and then you tell me how you react to this. In, I believe it was March of 2018, I discovered that uh, this guy named Alex Acosta, a prosecutor in Florida, had set up a country club existence for Jeffrey Epstein. 
he's convicted and yet he's getting service by the same thing that he was convicted for and alex acosta then is amazingly a few months later appointed to the secretary of labor with no credentials and he was appointed by trump and i wrote an article at the time and i said i'm not saying trump is part of epstein's empire i know bill clinton was but i'm not saying trump is but this sure looks bad and he needs to distance himself for this because this could follow him into the election now let's go forward now almost a year and a half and you, you think the mainstream media would have a frenzy on this, except so many of them and so many of the Democrats were in the Epstein empire. And I think mm. Trump is compromised on that issue. I'm not saying he's guilty, but he is on. I, I've seen a video, Ronnie. He said in 2009, I know Jeffrey Epstein. He's a great guy. OK, that doesn't convict him either. But what I'm saying is this is stuff that the Democrats should be just crucifying him for. And they're not touching him. Is, is this all because corruption is so big? Maybe the swamp is not a swamp at all. It's a huge sea. Yeah, we, we, yeah exactly. We're not permitted to go into the water. But these are seafaring creatures that live in their own ocean, their own rules. And none of them go to jail. I actually did a podcast earlier today that's coming out tomorrow. And I said, uh, it's time for civil disobedience. I said, there's no need for us to follow their laws since they don't follow their laws. Well, no, they haven't been following their laws for a long time. But uh, they're they're out of hand. But I, I'm not sure if getting in the streets is going to do anything because they got little toys that uh, take us have, out one by one. You know you what I mean? Get, you don't have to get in the streets. The way that you break a government like this, that's corporate fascist, is you you don't support the corporate. You you and I'm going to unveil this later in the week. You don't go to Walmart. You go to Joe's Hardware Store. You don't eat at the National Wine and Dine Restaurant. You go to Millie's Diner. This is what you do, and this is how you break them. You take money away from them. I'm with you. I am with you 100%. The problem you're going to have with that, Dave, and I'm not trying to throw rocks here, but the problem you're going to have is nobody's going to do that because they're going to say, okay, I can go to Joe's Hardware and get you know, $50 worth of stuff is what I need, or I can go to Walmart and that same $50 worth of stuff will be $35. Mm-hmm. And so since it's about their money, saving their money, they're going to say, oh, just this once for Walmart. And this once becomes two, three, four, and pretty soon – Nobody, nobody follows the rule. I, I thought about that when we were having all those the gas crisis. I said, you know what? All we have to do is just pick one company and fuel our cars with that one company. The other ones will roll up and die because we're not going there and we're not fueling up with those companies, even if the lines are longer at Chevron so that we can bankrupt BP, whatever. But, you know, nobody's going to do that because they're gonna, well, there's a line there. I need to go across the street, and, you know, just this once. So nobody, we don't have enough unity to stop they and them. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Yeah, and I recognize that. And I'm saying, though, that every movement has to have someone lay down the baseline. And you're yes. right. No one is going to be moved to this. I won't say no one. Some rational people will be moved to this. But the masses will not be moved to this until they can't afford to put shoes on their kids' feet. They don't make ends meet. And they see how horribly corrupt it is, and there's no chance for they or their children in the future. 
that's when you'll start getting action. Right now, I'm talking about just laying down the framework and getting like-minded people to agree. I agree with you. I agree with you. And I'm behind what you're saying. I've, I've talked about it for years. But again, I knew that people wouldn't support that. And they won't tell you they won't support it to your face. They'll say, oh, yeah, I support that. That's a great idea. I'm behind you 100%. And then you'll see them, you know, in the Chevron line. And then they'll pretty soon they'll be in the BP line. What, what are you doing over at BP? Well, I just couldn't wait that long. I've, I've got an appointment, you know. Oh, okay. And and this is it's kind of like the 5G thing that's coming. Everybody's going, oh, it's kind of scary. It could give us tumors and cancer and everything else. And they'll go out and get a 5G. They'll go out and get that new phone. So you just wonder, do you not believe that there's going to be cancer? Do you not believe that there's going to be tumors in your head? Within two years, they're saying. Within 24 months. But you're going to go get that because you need faster service? Really? <laughs> Seriously? I mean, yeah. and this is a point where we're, we're sitting this with healthcare too, because healthcare, we're going, if, if you notice, all the construction that's really going on is roads and urgent cares and hospitals. And they're building these hospitals because everybody's getting sick, 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 sick. You notice the green movement never, 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 did I say never? Never talks about geoengineering. Never talks about aerosol spraying. Nothing. But they don't want us to drive cars. <laughs> the green movement is nothing about anything that I've seen in the green movement with the agenda 21 is about putting us in a bunch of apartments together. And that way it's pretty close to a prison. That's what I see agenda 21 and the so-called green movement. These democratic leaders are doing. That's what I see, but I, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm smoking something. No, I totally agree with you. And like I said, people are going to go along with it until the pain says they can't go along with it. You see, the difference between us and the people in Hong Kong, and I think this is a good barometer here. The people in Hong Kong know that if they're extradited to China, there, a lot of them are going to lose their organs and a lot are going to lose their lives. And they understand that. And there's, they're making a statement saying, I'd rather die on the streets of Hong Kong than die in a FEMA camp in China. And right. we're not faced with those choices yet. They're coming. They're coming. But it'd be so nice if we would just have an educated electorate that could look around the world, know their history. Because if they knew their history like you and I know the history, right now we'd be in the streets. We'd be the American yellow vests. Yeah. I don't know. Do you really think it's going to get that bad that they're going to bring on the camps? Because I, the yes. reason I say that is because there's more good guys in America. What do we have? 385 million people. There's not 385 million people that are bad. There's not half of those people aren't bad. There's not probably 25% of those people that are bad. And when I say bad, I'm talking about corrupt and dark and will kill you for two cents. And that, I really don't think we're even at 25%, but we're probably at tops, maybe 10%. 10% is right. I agree with that. Um, I think in any culture you go into, 90% of the people to various degrees are pretty good people. And 10% yep. are bad people to various degrees. Yep. And uh, I think at 90-10, I don't care if you're talking about Muslims or Jews or Christians or Americans or Japanese, it doesn't matter. You're going to find this 90-10 factor. And power corrupts in every society. These are standard rules of history. But here's the problem. Germany was a leader in world physics 
Germany was a leader in the arts, in music. They had representative government. They had a constitution. They had one of the most modern societies on the face of the earth. But something crept in. It was called desperation, and a man let him out of the wilderness with military spending, put food on their table, and if he's right about this, he's right about the Jews, and then this psychological phenomena that came out in the Milgram experiment called groupthink took over. And groupthink basically showed that about two-thirds of us, without very much coercion at all, will follow the authority figure's orders to commit genocide against a population. And that was the Stanley Milgram experiment. So you ask me, do I think it's coming here? I think if America is brought to its knees sufficiently, the people are desperate, and you have a savior come along and put food on the table, I think they'll do about anything, and then you'll have the scapegoat syndrome. Well, it was the Christians that caused this, or whatever group that they want to assign blame to, and that's who becomes the victims. Well, I remember talking to a special ops guy, and he was basically said, you know, this whole concentration camp in every in every city, he says, is rubbish. And then he says, the the real deal is, he says, we can set up a concentration camp with barbed wire, rolled fence, everything else within 24 hours that will house a million people. And he says, so that is ready to go. And we've already, they've already done this. They've already practiced this. In Alaska. The only... Yeah, in Alaska. Uh, but it wasn't 24 hours. I know the story. Um, he he kind of blew smoke up your uh, nether region there. Um, well, he was talking about, he wasn't talking about Alaska because I met a guy who talked about Alaska. And that one is not in 24 hours. That's a stable hold quite a few. I think it holds more than a million actually. But he was talking about a million just in like a... a a huge open area in say Nebraska or Kansas or whatever he could they could set it up in 24 hours and hold a million people so I whether I, he's right or not I don't know but he I know he wasn't referring to Alaska because Alaska Alaska is a institution that's been there for a very long time well Ronnie he's somewhat right um, I wrote about this in 2012 uh, KBR, uh, Kellogg, Briand, and Root, that were a big contractor in the Iraqi war, uh, they received a government contract. And the document was leaked to me, and I had it confirmed that uh, they wanted to be able to set up a FEMA camp within 72 hours. It wasn't 24, it was 72. And they had the specifications of the wire, the restraint wire, how many guard towers, and their dimensions. And so I had the whole specs. Uh, it, it was a 72-hour process, but it was a temporary camp. So what the PSYOP guy told you is temporary. Now, let me tell you what a senior law enforcement official told me, and I'd love to tell you the agency, but he's asked me not to say it for obvious reasons. But in and around Austin, Houston, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, and San Antonio, they are building four new FEMA camps. And their permanent structures, and and I've had this concern confirmed by someone in RSOF. So, with the right leadership and the right conditions, the Milgram experiment showed it can happen here. Uh, and I think the Democrats are the party to do it. I mean, the rule of law means nothing to these people. And if you look at what what, what they did, they surrounded Mitch McConnell's house. You know, we're, we're going to stab the MFR until he's dead. And this is a guy that was recovering from surgery, and he's a sitting senator. And the police stood down while these people terrorized the man inside his own house. Wow. Wow. Now, I, I, we're in trouble, but hopefully... Hopefully it doesn't get down to this. 
Well, because we should have learned something from the days of Hitler. So hopefully it doesn't get down to this. Well, that's what they're following. You know, oh, I, oh, I know. I but, mean, but the, the, the Democrats are Nazis. Where did we get in those days? And who's going to be our leader? Trump? No. Trump's not going to be our leader. Trump is compromised it, now. It'd be a Barack Obama that would lead us into this garbage. It'd be a Hillary Clinton that would lead us into this garbage. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody that has no, no feelings whatsoever for humans. Zero. You can just torture a child right in front of her. Hillary could probably pull that off. I I don't put Hillary out of uh, out of range for actually being that president through election theft. Um, I will tell you what the Secret Service is saying, and they're saying this in mass. And no one from the Secret Service has told me this, but people in other federal agencies who talk to them um, say the same thing. They believe Trump is going to win hands down, and they said interestingly, Nikki Haley will be the 2024 president. Hmm. So do you think Trump's going to win hands down on the 2020? If he's compromised, I think he will. Well, let's say he's not compromised. Let's go both ways. So okay. if he's if compromised, he's... he will. And if he's not compromised? Dr. Epstein, uh, not that guy, the guy who was the former editor of Psychology Today, he did research on Google's algorithms. And he said Google changed 15 million votes. And then you've got the George Soros voting machines that effectively stole the primary from Bernie Sanders to Hillary Clinton. Those will be in play in 16 states, from what I understand. Uh, then you've got illegals who will be voting. In California and New York, for example, If you anyone can get a license. If you get a license, you're eligible to vote. So you'll have illegals voting, and they'll vote straight Democratic. Um, and then you have people that will vote and buy in tri-state areas. And they did this in the last election where they just put them in a bus. And under assumed names, ghost voting, uh, they'd go from poll to poll, just crossing state lines to do it. So how many votes can they steal? Well, if you start with a 15 million base of Google, I would say they could steal 20, 22, 25 million votes. But Ronnie, they may not even, they may need more than that because Joe Biden had an event on the same night as Trump in the same state. Trump drew 10,000 people and it sold out. Biden drew 30 people. (laughs) Poor guy. So I know it's a long-winded question, but I think... Excuse me. I think, honestly, that um, the Democrats can't steal enough votes to win. So then you think he's going to win both t- both ways? I think he's going to win both ways, yes. Because we already know he's compromised, and, and that's a nice way of saying he's dirty. Now, I will say this. If Trump's <laughs> in power, I do not think he'll put people in FEMA camps. No, I don't I, think so either. I don't think so. But I will no, tell you this. That'll be for 24. If Hillary Clinton's in power, all bets are off. Right. I don't think she's going to make it. There's too many people know that she's as dirty as dirty. So unless we've all taken a pill to where we're, we're drugged out of our mind, which that could be with the pharmaceutical companies going full bore, um, <laughs> maybe that would happen then if we're all on drugs at the same time. You know, oh, yeah, she's such a nice person. I like her skirt. Yeah. You know, I mean, that could possibly be. But I kind of – I do look – I have to agree with you. I do think Trump's going to – going to make it um the problem the only problem i have is people think that he's the good guy 
that's the you know and and forgive me people if you disagree that's fine you can disagree but um thinking he's a good guy you know i i said and i hope he's a good guy but to me when you let hillary clinton off when you didn't go after the health care when you haven't gone after the geoengineering, when you haven't go on, off off of Monsanto with the GMOs, people don't realize. I mean, I talk about it all the time, but how dangerous GMOs are. They have no flipping clue. They just go, and it's it's just a mouthful of words: GMO, GMO, GMO. You say it enough times, there's no power to that word at all, and they don't know what it's doing to them. They don't know what the geoengineering project and the aerosol spraying is doing. They have no clue to the depths of what's going on. They don't know what heavy metal poisoning is and why we have heavy metal poisoning they don't get it so and 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 i don't mean to say that in a mean way it's just they they poo poo this and say oh yeah we'll come back to this later this should be the topics you know they're they're doing the green movement but they don't want to they don't want to attack the planes if if you notice when the weather all of a sudden changes and it rains and and right after it rains everybody's sick everybody has the flu everybody has a cold everybody has sinus infections why is that Never used to be that way before. So we have a huge problem going on, and our people, the sheep, are not addressing it. So why would the politicians address it? The people aren't crying out saying, do something about geoengineering. <laughs> They're not saying a word about it. Ninety, Probably 80% of them don't even believe it's real. So how do you go after something you don't even believe is real? And this is what's killing the people. This is a part of pharmaceuticals. We can we can see that with Clifford Carnicom. We can see that there's actually Merck is a part of one of the ones watching his website. So why would Merck Pharmaceuticals want to watch a guy that's saying, hey, there's geoengineering going on? Why would they even care? Because they're a part of it. They want to see how far the pants of what they're wearing is being pulled down. So there are some huge, huge aspects that nobody's paying attention to. They're just like, okay, uh, I'm on the blue state, I'm on the red state. Well, both sides are not attacking geoengineering and saying, hey, we're going to die if we keep it up. Our plants aren't putting out. Our honeybees are dying. I mean, these are these are huge things. Like, you know, we're saying 2020, 2024, 2028. Okay, what, what if we don't have on earth to be there at, in those years? Because what if there's no bees? After no bees, five years we die. All of us, everybody on the whole earth five years so why are we not attacking these aspects i'm on a soap opera i guess no you're on the right soap opera you know my take is trump wanted to leave a legacy he was a flawed man who i think answered a challenge and god has used flawed men through history so i don't have a problem with that and i think he answered a challenge and i'll tell you where and I agree with you. Trump didn't address a lot of things very early on. I think the meeting he had with Kissinger, he said, hands off Clinton. And I think that uh, um, there was an event, or I saw Trump really change after this event. Do you remember when he announced we were getting out of Syria? Yeah. And then he reversed himself three days later and said, oh, yeah, that chemical false flag attack, that wasn't a false flag. It was a real deal. Well, what happened at the time his son was in Trump Towers, a man was murdered in Trump Towers. This is reported in the media, but people don't connect the dots. And then all of a sudden he changes and reverses his Syrian policy. I think his family was threatened. I think this was a clear message to him. And I looked at it as like, okay, that was the changing of the guard for Donald Trump. And I think he's allowed to go so far and no farther. 
I mean, I think he has a populist spirit. He enjoys being that maverick. Uh, you, you saw it in the campaign. But I think that he also enjoys living and having his family survive his presidency. That's what I think is going on. And there may be an Epstein bribery aspect to this, too. And I'm not saying there is, but I'm saying he created his own suspicion when he appointed Alex Acosta to the Secretary of Labor, who had no credentials. Well, I agree with you. Um, you know, for sure, I agree with you. But I, I just feel like oh, I don't I don't I, I guess I guess this is where I'm at. I don't know if we're going to see justice. Oh, yeah. Um, did a podcast on that. No justice. Yeah, in fact, I said uh, we are we barred like. with quotes around bar. We're barred from a just legal system. And uh, that, that's it. We have a crook is the attorney general again. Eric Holder, Loretta Lynch and now William Barr. No difference between the three. Yeah. No, we're we're uh, I don't know. I don't want to say we're doomed, but it feels like it sometimes. Do you ever get that feeling? We're I mean, not, what about uh, our grandkids and our kids? And, you know, what what's going on here? I mean, you, you look at it's it's not gotten better. It's gotten worse, you know. In the days of Clinton, you go, oh, man, it can't get any worse. Oh, that was nothing. Bush days, that was nothing. You know, Bush knew all about our attacks in 911. He knew all about it. Probably was a part of planning it. So I, I, I don't, I, you know, you just kind of, you just kind of, really? Is this, isn't there, you know, can, can I vote for Batman? <laughs> You're asking the right questions ahead of schedule. The masses will catch up to you. Right now, I, I estimate a little over 50% of the country is dumber than a box of rocks by their choice. They watch the mainstream media. They drink their beer on the couch. They don't know anything about politics. These are the people that can't find London on a map, can't name the vice president. And these people are out to lunch for the politics, and they just go on what they hear in the bullet points they get when they have the news on. But as I said... When life arrives at their doorstep and the consequences for their inaction happen and their kids are affected and they're affected, these people won't be like you and I, Ronnie. You and I have measured responses. I'm talking about corporate boycott. That's pretty measured. These people are going to go from zero to 60 and they'll be in the streets and there'll be violence. Yeah. Which that's what these these ringleaders want. Um, Yeah. But you know what? I asked this question when Trump got elected. I used to have guests on and I'd say, do you, what do you think the deep state won't do to, to retain their power? If Trump tries to drain the swamp, how far will they go to stay in power? And every person I talked to said, there's nothing they won't do. Right. There's destined to be a fight in this country, and I'm not advocating for it. I'm saying these are the conditions that we live in now. You're going to have a people that somewhat knows the Constitution that aren't going to go much further. And you've got other people that don't care about the Constitution that want to redistribute wealth and take away the rights. There's a collision course coming. Yeah, there is. There is. I just hope, you know... I. And, and I've said this on many shows. I just hope that we see some divine intervention, something that's something that's out of whack with everything that's going on. Because if we don't receive the divine intervention, um, and I'm not talking the religious inver- in, intervention, I'm talking the actual divine intervention. There's a difference. Yes, there is. If we have a divine intervention, then all bets are off for everything. 
if we have no intervention, we're probably going to either all be in concentration camps or dead. There's only going to be a select few, maybe 500 million. I think that's what the Georgia Stones say. Well, the government, through the Secretary of State office, many, many years, when I first started broadcasting, um, they were dumb enough to actually send someone on my show to answer some of my questions. And I was shocked that they came on. And I actually got the interview courtesy of my congressman at the time, Trent Franks, because I knew some of his staff. And I said, I'd like him to answer questions about these FEMA camp requisitions that I'm seeing, FM 39.4 and all the others that we know about. So this guy came on and uh, he said, yeah, Dave, there, there are what you call FEMA camps. We don't call them that. We call them emergency relocation centers. And, he, and I said, well, who are they for? Is it for people like me that won't put up with corruption? Oh, no, Dave, it's for if we ever have a massive influx of illegal immigration, we'll have a place to keep them while we process them and decide what we're going to do. Well, we have massive influx of illegal immigration and no one's going to these camps and these camps still exist. Ronnie, it's hard for me not to draw the conclusions I'm drawing. Right, right. No, I agree with you. I, well, and part of what they're supposed to be doing is they're going to move people from one state to another and, and you know, this, this is, so they're out of whack. So I don't know if they're, there's any truth to that um you know if there's in other words if we have a hurricane in florida they'll move all those people over to kansas Mm -hmm. you know and we're talking about people that don't have anywhere to live that kind of correct katrina was the experiment for this that was the beta test yes yes you're exactly exactly right well there's one reason i called you and said hey let's do an interview and i wanted to talk to you about preparation uh because i don't care how we cut it we're in for some real challenging days ahead. And I know one thing. I can't go to my doctor tomorrow and say, hey, doc, I'm on this medication. And, you know, there could be some bad stuff coming our way. Would you mind giving me about two years worth uh, so I can get through that crisis and not be without my medicine? <laughs> right. The doctor's right. going to say, you're out of your flipping mind. Get out of here. Okay. So you have to turn yeah. to the natural end of things to get the same results. And there's no prohibition on natural health care and the volume that you purchase. So I'd like you to talk a little bit about what you think people might need preparation-wise to deal with some potential hard times coming our way. Definitely would be the tea because this is a cleanser and there's going to be lots of chemicals, lots of stuff in the water. So you're going to want to be able to have the herbs clean the water. So the tea is going to be a big one. That that one. And here's another thing, too. I'm just going to state this. I, I hope I don't get in trouble. There's two years on on supplements, but they go so much longer. Okay, so I mean, I have stuff that's 10 years old, not that I'm selling to you, but I have stuff that's 10 years old for myself that is 10 years old and it's just as good as it was to the day it was put together. So herbs, you know, when they're dried, they're good to go. Um, so tea is number one. If you have stomach issues and bugs and all that kind of stuff, I'd say the colostrum. Um, we have spirulina, which is like a, a superfood. So spirulina big time. Um, and Allison advanced because that deals with blood issues and our blood is uh, life force. So we really need to be taking care of that. Um, you know, everything I've got on the website, you really should have, but let's just say you're, you don't have the money. I would tell you for sure to do the tea and lots of it. Okay. Um, that's why we have like a year supply. 
that that's probably good. You know, a year's a long time. Um, so we a year supply of tea, and you save some money doing that. Um, we also have subscription too, where you can just put the tea on and get get a little discount in, every month, and it just gets shipped to you and charges your card. So that's that's kind of a neat thing. But tea would be one. Um, well, Blossom would be one. Uh, let me ask you yeah, a couple. Spirulina specific. would be one, and Allison Advanced. Okay, and uh, those are good. And I don't know if I can ask this question because the FDA is always listening. Um, but there are going to be people that will need their heart medication that if there's a crisis that goes on longer than three months, they may not have it. There's going to be people that are diabetic that won't have their insulin. Are there? Is there anything people can do in nature? See, this is a fair question. Is there anything you can yeah. do in nature to offset the loss of these pharmaceuticals and not compromise your condition? Well, if you've got diabetes, you're, the takedown is really a wonderful. We have takedown tea and we have takedown pills, so you, you choose which way you want to go. Um, takedown tea works quicker, and it will help you balance your blood sugars. Um, if you're looking at, say, blood pressure issues, um, and I have hosts that swear by it, swear by it, Allison Advanced, um, because if your blood pressure goes too high, you could be in trouble, so it's going to balance your blood pressure. Um, colostrum is obviously for stomach problems because if you're, you know, if you've got stomach problems and bugs and everything else, you definitely need colostrum. So there are some issues because Dave's completely right. That's one of the things, you know, if your blood sugar goes too high, you're going to go blind and then you're going to die. So, and I'm not trying to be ugly, but it's just, unfortunately, that's kind of how it goes. So you get things that keep your blood pressure, uh, you're not your blood pressure, but your blood sugars in order. Takedown works wonderfully just as long as you're taking it uh, at your digestion time. So in other words, you eat your food and you take the takedown, it will help balance your stuff. If you take it four hours later, um, you're not going to necessarily, because diabetics have a hard time digesting stuff, their digestive tract's jacked up. So they don't digest the pills well. That's why the tea is really kind of cool, because when you take the tea, it doesn't matter what time you take it, it moves now. So it, that's, that's kind of, anything liquid is a beautiful thing. Always remember that. Makes you poop but, a lot, though. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing tea, you the tea that makes you go. So, yeah. But here's the thing, you want to be going. Yeah in a bad time like that because that's all the yuck out of you so you want that to happen these people that have uh we'll call it poop problems um that's not a good thing that stuff is left in you that's how you get sick so people don't realize when you go to the bathroom that's a good thing if you're urinating that's a great thing this is all the toxins all the garbage that is in you that needs to be out of you and having herbs to help you do that it's like uh, somebody ushering you out the door here you go you know so they're ushering the bad guy out the door boy don't we need more of that i told yeah boy let's just start with our bodies and then we'll worry about the politics later Uh, so we got about 30 seconds left here real quick actually about 20 seconds how do people contact get the tea and say help me this is what i need help with get the tea.com phone number is 928-308-0408-928-308-0408 and remember free shipping just put dave in the coupon code and the shipping's on me that's really cool yeah, thank you for doing that for my audience. Ronnie, this has been one of our most informative discussions. I appreciate it. And as you know, I highly recommend Get the Tea. Folks, don't forget that special. Make sure you use my name. Ronnie, thanks for joining us, my friend. Thank you so much. Take care.